0: good morning let's stand it's so nice to be here with everyone are you ready to praise this morning I am and i we all came expecting this morning we expect to see some great things this morning happen thank you lord we worship you father let's confess our vision ready we are a strong growing community of faith-filled believers live aligned to the word of God and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Thank you, Father. We worship you, Lord. Father, we come before you, Father. We just connect our heart right now, Lord, to you. And we just worship you this morning in spirit and in truth, Father. For you are good and your mercy endures forever. And Lord, we just thank you. We just bless your name this morning. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit who anoints us to just come and praise you, Father. And we thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. We thank you for your glory. Father, we just love on you this morning. We just praise you. We lift our hearts to you, Father. We lift every praise unto you, Lord. Thank you and bless your name this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every praise belongs to you, Father. We just worship you.
1: word of worship with one of four. i
0: in us father oh we are saved because of what you did thank you lord you are our light and salvation
1: worship You, we worship you, we worship you.
2: Oh, we honor your presence. We honor your presence. Oh, we thank you, Lord. You are good, you are good, you are good. We worship you, Jesus. We give you glory and honor this morning. Glory to God! Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places and first Peter 5 7 says casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you glory to God and then Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us it's about him and it's about being in him staying connected to him and this time of praise and worship that we have is just another step towards him hallelujah this morning I had a conversation with him as I was going to get my coffee up the road and I told him you know there's no church without you there's no church without you if we were gonna come together and him not be here I myself would not come I wouldn't come and I wouldn't blame anyone else for not coming because we do this because of him and when I say him I mean the Lord I mean our father I mean our Savior <laughs> and so I told him I appreciate that he comes to father's house family church I told him how much I honor him and appreciate him and that we don't have to try to conjure up his presence try to make him come he comes willingly He said, when two or more are gathered in my name, when we're honoring him, he comes. He's here. His presence is here. And so this morning, hallelujah, glory to God. What I'd like us to do is let's pair up a little bit, maybe two or four people together, and let's just pray one for another. Let's do what the word of God tells us to do pray one for another I'm going to pray for the people at home because we have a number of people who are sick today their families are sick today and so I'm going to pray for them and I want you to to, to that power that's at work in you the power that's at work in you I want you to display that power this morning I want you to release that power this morning I want you to release that power this morning Release that power that's in you this morning. It's dynamic and it's working. It will work if you'll let it work, if you'll let it flow through you this morning. Whatever the need, whatever the need, whatever the need. Father God, I lift up those who are watching, who are joining and participating from home this morning. You know every need. it right now in Jesus name take it right now in Jesus name right now in Jesus name I thank you that the knees are healed right now in Jesus name the pain the swelling has to go right now in the name of Jesus that knee is healed receive it receive it right now in the name of Jesus you know move it around some if you haven't been able to it's healed right now The, the power of God she flows in that knee right now in Jesus name that pain has to go and it's going to work better than it ever has before in Jesus name glory to God joints joints right now <laughs> I, I see like a heavenly lubricant lubing your joints right now hallelujah receive it the oil from heaven right now oh I thank you Lord your joints Your joints are healed right now in Jesus' name, in working order, in working order. The power of God flows in you right now, right now, affecting a healing and a cure right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Now come on and thank God with them. Believe that it's done and receive it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. It's done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you do exceeding above all that we ask or think. And so we receive that exceeding abundance today. In Jesus' name. Maybe you didn't voice what your need was this morning. Maybe it's in the back of your mind and it just seems just really big and you don't want to tell anyone. Well, God's the God that can meet that need. Above and beyond all that you could ask or think or imagine amen glory to god we receive it father we thank you we honor you what you are honored here we thank you for your great presence we thank you for your peace that far surpasses anything that we could ever understand in our human mind we just thank you for that we give you praise now let's just take a moment we're among family let's just pray in the spirit just for a couple seconds here Ondoro brande le brandono brande ne man brandege le brando. non brandono sighi in rena stondolo bronde ne man brandono mon grande, ne ingrende ne si in brosto lo bronde ne man robosita, robossita, e ingrende si ando robossi ande le reni robossiti in grande monsa. Läs journaler oss upp och slå Man grande den eni brist Nangras tikete don't disconnect. Och torobotos sina andele brando robot sita. När ingen sian andele rente. När ingen sti in Dromosili in brando robot sada. Grander oss sian de leriano Mandra. Glory to, God. Glory to 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 God. Now, now there are some that are very negative at this time. Every word out of your mouth is running contrary to the word of the Lord. You don't realize that that is what you're doing and you're not doing it on purpose. But I would ask you to be mindful of the words that you are speaking at this hour, says the Lord. I would ask you to declare the works and my words. Don't declare what you see and hear, says the Lord. But declare what I would say to you and what I would have you say. Because in this hour, there are things that are going to occur that you know not of, says the Lord. But if you will stay aligned with me and the words that I tell you to say, you will see victory in your life when the world perishes. So I ask you, my children, to stay close to me. And let my words abide in you. And as you do, I will come and make myself known to you in a way that you've not seen before. But stay aligned to me, says the Lord, because in the next few days and weeks and months, you will see a change that you've never seen before. Don't be alarmed. Don't be dismayed. I will have my way, says the Lord. Glory. Glory, to God. Glory 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 to God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for your word. Glory to God. I thank you that you manifest yourself. When we honor you, you always come. And we receive your word today in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Thank you, team. We appreciate it. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
3: Good morning, Father's House Family Church. It is nation Barton here with this week's upcoming events and announcements, so listen up. I would like to first take this opportunity to welcome all of our guests and our first-time visitors. We welcome you. We thank God for you joining us today. When you walked into the sanctuary this morning, you should have received a welcome packet and a connection card. We would love to connect with you further, so if you would mind, please fill out that connection card and turn it in during our offering time. We cannot wait to connect with you further. We hope that you continue to enjoy the service and that you come back and worship with us very, very soon. Ladies, listen up. This next announcement is for you. Our next get together will happen this Saturday May the 21st. We are going to support some local businesses here in Dayton. We're going to start with the local craft fair. We're going to meet here at the church at 10.45 a.m. and we're going to leave promptly at 11 a.m. We're going to head over to the craft fair and from there we're going to go to Ruggio's Greenhouse. And after that, we're going to enjoy some coffee and some lunch and some fellowship. It's going to be an amazing time of fellowship and shopping and you don't want to miss it. If you have any questions or you'd like to let Donna know that you're coming, Donna, if you can raise your hand for us. She's the person to go and see, ask any questions that you may have, and I know that she cannot wait to see you on Saturday and connect and fellowship. Remember that May 29th is Family Sunday. Don't you forget it. Please remember to come to church with your family t-shirts on. We're gonna represent, we're gonna look like a unit. I'm so excited. And remember that the teens and the children will be in the main sanctuary with us um, on Family Sunday. It's gonna be amazing time. I hope that you come expecting. Attention all 2022 graduates. On June the 26th, we will be celebrating you. Yes, that's right, we'll be celebrating you right here during our morning worship service. We want to celebrate with you and thank God for what he has done in your life. And we wanna thank God for your accomplishments. So please see Christina Clark. She is the connection person who will get all the information that we need to celebrate you properly, amen. We're so excited and we're looking forward to celebrating all of our graduates. It doesn't matter if it's a kindergarten graduation eighth grade, high school, college or university, we still want to celebrate and recognize you, amen? Awesome, so this concludes all of our announcements for today. At this time, we're calling for Mr. Eric Murphy to come forth and receive our offering. Let's receive them.
4: A little warm in here. Thanks, nation. I feel like I'm so important. Mr. Eric Murphy, come on down. Anyway, at this time, uh, Mr. David, you can pass out the envelopes, please. I just want to thank the Praise and Worship team. They always set the mood, set our hearts right on God. I have a request, though. If you ask Pastor what my favorite song is lately, Praise and Worship. It's from Elevation Worship, am I right? Jaira. Anybody like that song, Jyra? If you haven't heard it, put it on. God is enough. I'm telling you this. So we'll put the roof project up there real quick. We only had $61 come in last week. That's okay, though. We've been given a lot in this house. Um, We had Rainbow Day and we had Mission Sunday back-to-back. And we, we exceeded our goal for aim a day. Did we mention that last week? <laughs> $925 came in. Uh, our goal was 500 We almost doubled it. But that's what happens in this church. We set a goal and we exceed it with no problem. Why? Because God's on our side. So the Holy, the Holy Spirit is funny. He has a sense of humor because anytime I'm going to be up here receiving the offering, which is, an honor and a privilege. He keeps me up till like three in the morning, and I already have what I want to say, you know, throughout the week. And then I go to put it down on paper, and now I'm flooded with all this extra information. So bear with me anytime I'm up here, because like even uh, while I'm standing back there, he'll give me something. And I sometimes when I'm at other, when I've visited other churches, I see pastors during praise and worship, and they get their Bible out and they start looking, at them am like why aren't they praising and worshiping? It's because the Holy Spirit's given them something that they need They need to say. So I know how that is now. And uh, it's, like I said, it's a sense of humor because as I'm talking, he'll be telling me things. And I'm like fighting against it because it's like, let me do this. So 61, and we have 11,968 remaining. Total received 5,032. So Pretty soon, that 11,000 is going to be down to single digits. And we want to pay that down. And I can't say it right now, but pastor has some information, some excellent news about going forward, about what's happening in this church. So one of the things I'll mention, that the Holy Spirit has really been talking to me for a few weeks now, and this is one of the main things, is about saying no to the flesh it's hard everything we do usually involves the flesh doesn't it but not everything is evil I was thinking about music pastor and I we go on road trips we put on some music it's not always praise and worship music don't condemn us God enough but we like to listen to it and it brings back memories good memories When I hear classic rock, I remember being, you know, a kid riding with my parents somewhere on a Saturday morning or even, you know, my dad yelling at me about I'm not holding the flashlight in the right spot when he's fixing his car. Those stories will come later on Father's Day, but. So saying no to the flesh, it's not easy. You know, and if we take a step back because we succumb to the flesh We should take two steps forward. Then we'll be in a better spot than we were before. And when that happens, if you have people in your life that you can go to that are seasoned Christians, if you want to go to them, try to work it out on your own. It's not going to happen. I've tried. So I'm thankful for the people in my life when I have backslid to get me back on the right track and God's mercy is there for me. Jesus loves us and only wants the best for us. To give us the best, we must try to walk in his love and walk in love. God is not stagnant, and neither should we be. We should remain confident in the Lord, and you will see the blessings, just like they sang about. So we give with your heart and not with your flesh. I know Mr. Craig mentioned that a couple weeks ago, but it's true. Don't let me tell you what to give. Don't let anybody else tell you what to give. And not everything's evil, like I said. If somebody says, you give to a church, you're giving all your money to the church. It doesn't mean that's the devil. That means they're uneducated. They might not be in church. Or maybe where they go, they don't believe in tithing. But it says it in the Bible, and that's what we read, and that's what we go by. And so it's great that we have this book of instruction to turn to, even if nobody else is there. To help us. So we'll give what he says to give. Now I have some scriptures to back that up. Mr. Ivan, if you don't mind. It's in Galatians. Galatians 17. The sinful nature wants to do evil. Which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not free to carry out your good intentions. Who's been there? You hold the door for somebody from your heart and they don't say thank you. What do you do? You get mad, like what are you doing? But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Next, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love, joy, peace, patience kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control there is no law against these things those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there going back And then this is Galatians 2.21. We're going back to a different verse. This is awesome. It says, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. For if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. We have a merciful God, and thanks to his grace, we'll get his blessings. Amen? Everybody can stand for the confession now. All right, let's read this. I know it's, this is the religious part when we make our confession because we do it religiously every week, but it's working. And pastor will tell you why. Ready? Read. Because we are tithers, the windows of the heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales, and commissions, settlements and estates, inheritances, interest and incomes, rebates, and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moving forward in faith In every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest. Come to us now. Harvesting angels. Go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus name. Amen. You can come forward with your tithes and offerings. quick thing, I was was not here last week, I had to leave because I was under the weather and those of you joining us online, we pray for your quick return in health. Thank the moms real quick, Miss Nancy, I mentioned to her in the parking lot. When we got married, there's no experience like it and we're having problems in the back and of course I'm all nervous, I couldn't get my flower on. Henry married us, so Nancy was right there with him and he's giving us instruction and I you know, her motherly instincts took over. She helped me and some of the guys that were in my wedding with the, the flowers. I know it sounds simple, but just her presence, motherly I- instinct and presence there gave me a calming that I'm very thankful for and I won't forget. Oh. <laughs> Mama Maria, as I call her, that's what her name is in my phone. You know, she, uh, like she says to me, I'm, I'm added." Like her. She didn't lose a daughter. She gained a son. I gained a mom and she doesn't take away anything that my mom does for me. But she adds to it like nobody else could. And I know I can go to you for anything. And I appreciate that. So I love you guys so much. Maria, We already know how I feel about you every time I talk about you up here. So <laughs> I won't last too long, but you are an amazing woman and an amazing mom. And mom to this church now, spiritually, so we appreciate that, and then my mom, if you're watching at home, she taught me to give, and how to give, and she's out in Phoenix, Arizona right now, maybe not at this moment, but she's out on the streets, giving to the homeless, and I think that's her passion, because no matter where she goes, that's what she's doing, she's like, I'm out on the streets, I'm talking about Jesus, so I love you too, mom, and now we can pray for the offering. Thank
2: Thank you, hallelujah, good morning, Dave. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give. I thank you for every single person who has sowed seed into this offering this morning, whether it's their tithes, their offerings for the roof, whatever it is. I thank you that you see their heart. You see that they're cheerful givers. They're not doing it because they're being made to do it. Their their attitude is we get to do it. And so we thank you for your many blessings in this congregation and every family's lives. I thank you, Father, for them. And I thank you, Father, that as the weeks and months go by, that you show them an increase in their lives like they've never seen before. We give honor and glory to you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Now give me just a minute. i got to make sure this mic is on. I forgot to do it in the office. All right. We're good. <laughs> if you see me go in the office, I know it's right here. I can't wait till we get in our other building. But the reason for that is that um, I don't praise and worship God very cute. Um, I just go, ah, you know. <laughs> and so when I come up here, I want to make sure everything is okay. So one last check in the mirror before I come out. <laughs> that's all I need. So uh, that's, that's usually why I go back there. There's nothing spiritual about why Pastor Maria is going back in the office. It's very fleshy all right so uh good morning to you and again we have a number of individuals who are home not feeling well today there's that little stomach bug that some have caught uh and so it's going it's leaving uh some covid you know that kind of thing that we still have that going around and so we're just uh believing god for their healing we we've prayed for them and we believe that they are healed and free amen, amen. wanted to make you uh aware parents uh grandparents maybe aunties Uh, Camp Wonderland is uh, the Salvation Army's camp. It's a wonderful camp. It's a six-day camp, five nights. And usually it's $600, but they pick up the cost of it. It's $57 per child. Six nights, uh, uh, six days, five nights. They have water activities. They have rope courses. They do devotionals. Uh, It's a Christian camp, Christian staff, Christian camp. uh, And it's in, where is it? In Sharon, Mass. And so uh, we have some pamphlets on the back table if you would like to send your kid for a week. It runs the end of July into August. I think it's the last week of July. Uh, the most important thing that you want to know if you contact them is the service location there. If you go online, the service extension is what you'll want to make sure of. When you sign up, you can call them or you could go online and uh, you can uh Make sure you say service extension. That's very important because otherwise that's our location here. And so uh, you want to make sure you do that. It's, it's non-denominational services uh, that they have each Sunday. They have devotionals with them archery, all kinds of things. So uh, if you would like to register your kid, it's, up, it's back there on the table. Maybe you want to sponsor a kid. Uh, you could do that as well. Maybe you have a neighbor that you're like, oh, this kid needs a week away. Or we need a week away from him. <laughs> send him. Tell the parents, we want to send him to camp. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, they'll, they'll be blessed going. Um, also, I have uh, some news, like Eric said, about the building. Uh, About the sale of the building, Uh, you know, we've been meeting with the town and so I can tell you that the town gave us an offer We counter offered they accepted our counter offer and so God is good We thank God for Lena Lena did a great job and our attorney also Uh, and so uh, we're excited about where we're going June the 6th is the next step. It has to go before the town. They're not asking the town for any money. So the residents of Dighton do not have to put any money towards this acquisition. It just needs to be formalized and say that the town is acquiring this building. And so there will be no problems on June the 6th. And so we know it will pass. And then our closing date is what we'll be waiting for. And so we're excited. We're getting this building sold. In terms of land. We had to do this first because how many of you know you need money for land? <laughs> and you need cash money for land. <laughs> the banks don't loan you money for the whole thing. And so uh, the town is aware of that. And they held off the auction for the land they have until this is done. And that was for us. Glory to God! You see how God's moving? It was supposed to be done in March. But they're waiting for this to be done. And then they'll have the auction. And then we'll be able to get our land and then they're gonna be working on the building on the outside of the building first downstairs then upstairs they we've signed a six-month contingency so we can stay in the building for up to six months once we close yeah. so we're excited about that and without paying anything I mean we've included that in our offer yeah no 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 mortgage no nothing no no utilities <laughs> God's good that's all I can say God is good Yes, yeah, they can pay all the oil right <laughs> praise the Lord hallelujah so we're grateful for what God's doing soon and very soon we will be in our new facility I know we haven't even broke ground but I'm walking through that facility every day <laughs> in my heart and in my mind I am walking through that facility because if you could see it then you'll see it amen you'll be walking in it before long hallelujah so glory to God! I'm excited about that. Uh, a few we- uh, Mr. Clark is not here this morning, so if we have any teens, just know they're up here today. Uh, he is him and his family are healed in Jesus' name. Uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about the tongue of the righteous. It was a phrase I woke up with, and I realized, oh yeah, I think this is a message for Sunday. And the goal of that message was to make us aware of the value of our words and to inspire us to be more intentional about what we say. Uh, Have you been thinking about your words since then? I know I've been thinking about my words since then. The day after we talked about the tongue of the righteous, I woke up with another phrase, and that was the path of the righteous. And this time I got smart, and I said, oh, this is our next message after Mother's Day. And so I went and wrote it down. But when I wrote it down in in obedience, when we obey God, he's just so awesome. He gave me three points right at that moment to talk about in regards to the path of the righteous. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. Go with me, if you would, to Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. This is our key text this morning, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. I'm reading it out of the New International Version. It says, The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. Glory to God. We said it last time, and just so we're clear, that righteous, being righteous, is not a status that you and I are trying to obtain. We are the righteous. When we receive Jesus, the moment we received him into our hearts and into our life he brought with him his righteousness and he gave that to you he gave it to you and so you won't be any more righteous tomorrow than you are today i don't care how much you do it's not about how much you do and how good you are or all you are righteous and so this verse of scripture this applies to each of us amen now if we're not If we haven't received Jesus, then yeah, there's something that we need to do there. But as I look around, I know everybody here. And so I know that you all are the righteous. Glory to God. We can say the godly, or I like the God-filled, the righteous, the God-filled. We said there should be a difference between the tongue of the righteous and the tongue of the unrighteous or someone without God. That's when I say unrighteous. Uh, And so there should be also a difference in the path of the person who's righteous, the way they walk and the path that they're walking on, and the path of the unrighteous. It should look different. And so Proverbs 4.18 in the Passion says, But the lovers of God walk on the highway of light, and their way shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. How many of you know that it's much easier to see what's in front of you when you have light? Isn't it amazing how you can walk into a room that you are very familiar with? In fact, you may have put every piece of furniture in that room. You set it where you wanted it. And you walk in and out of that room probably uh, dozens of times a, a day. You probably run through that room and come out of that room and run in the room. And then the minute you turn off the lights, you're not so familiar with that room the room that you go in and out of every single day, now you slow down your pace as you walk in. that. You're not zipping around. Why? Because your mind is telling you, maybe that bed is sticking out farther than what I think it is. (laughs) You're like, is my next step going to lead to a stubbed toe or a bruised knee, even a black eye, right? Because, you know, you're not so familiar when the lights go out your pace slows down we've all been there we've all been there i've, I've stubbed my toe too many times <laughs> and it is not a fun thing when that happens when that happens to me you just have to know leave me alone <laughs> let me walk it out don't tell me are you okay are you okay because that gets me more mad <laughs> and i'm not mad at anything else but myself for doing it right <laughs> But there's something else that's interesting about the dark, darkness. Go with me to Psalm chapter 1 and verse 1. We move slower when it's dark. Psalm 1 in the New King James says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of Of the scornful now in this chapter in Psalm chapter 1 there's a comparison between the righteous and the unrighteous and we see this progression first we see that the man is walking with the ungodly or we could say he's browsing for their counsel and then he gets comfortable enough to stand in the same path that the sinners are standing on. So now he's listening to the wrong voice. Then we see he gets even more comfortable, and now he's sitting down, and he's joining in with the wrong company. It's a progression. What happens when you stay in the dark long enough? Your eyes start to adjust, don't they? you begin to see outlines and shapes that you didn't initially see when you turned off the lights. Your eyes adjust, but it's very deceiving because you still can't see as clear in the dark as you could see in the light. It's deceiving. That's one of the things that sets the path of the righteous apart from the path of the unrighteous. There's light. On the path of the righteous and that path gets brighter and brighter every day there's light on the path of the righteous and so we're going to look at three distinctions between the path of the righteous and the path of the unrighteous or ungodly those without God in their lives now some translations in the Bible call these individuals wicked and if you're like me for a long time I automatically think of the people I know who don't have God. And I wouldn't call them wicked. Some of my family members, you know how our minds work, right? They're not, they are not—they don't take money from people. And they love people. They're good, genuinely good people. And we think about that and we start to question what the word of God is saying about the ungodly or wicked. This is how the devil works will start planting that seed. Well, my grandmother isn't me, you know, that kind of thing. You'd start thinking about the people closest to you. Why does the Bible call them wicked? Well, I would caution us to, to, to stay away from questioning that uh, because you'll start question, questioning whether or not the scripture is true. Psalm chapter 1 is a picture of someone who entertains counsel, thoughts and words that are contrary to the word of God and ends up straying from the path. And we'll read more about that in a minute. But what we're talking about here is the condition of the heart, an individual's heart, not the actions that you see on the outside. We're talking about what God sees when he looks at us. That's when we say the wicked versus the unwicked, the God, We're seeing what God sees. He's talking about the heart here, the condition of the person's heart. Because there are many who are not saved who do lots of good things. Just as there are many who are saved who do lots of bad things. Am I right? <laughs> we may have done bad things, right? Not may, just take the may out. We do bad things. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the condition of our heart that keeps us from being put in that wicked category. We thank God for his forgiveness, don't we? And so Proverbs 4.23, remember, says that we should guard our hearts with all diligence because out of it flows all of the issues of life. What's in our heart will eventually be expressed. In our lives and so we got to watch our hearts it counts so the first distinction between the path of the unrighteous and the path of the righteous is who is leading us who's leading us on the path that we're on so go to John 8 verse 12 I'll read it out of the New Living John chapter 8 and verse 12 it says Jesus spoke to the people once more and said I am the light of the world If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Hallelujah. Jesus is light. And he himself said that if we follow him, that means we let him lead us every day. We won't ever have to walk in darkness because his light leads us. So you want to stay real close to him because, you know, if he's up here and we're way back there, we can be caught walking in darkness can't we we want to stay real close to him real close i i love the movies and things like one of my favorite actors oh shoot uh jason statham you know jason statham uh he's one of my favorite because he always plays that you know that guy that nothing can he could get shot and he's like if fine, put something on it and let's go on right and he's all muscly and everything and you always, you know, the damsel in distress. I'm like, that's me. Stick by that guy. And he tells you stay in the car. I ain't staying in the car. I'm going with you. I say I know what happens to people who stay in the car. I also know what happens to the people who get out and do foolishness. You know, we know how that is but I'm always the type that I want to stay next to that guy or that girl that has the guns and, you know, can, can save me. Well, stay close to Jesus. He's the most powerful. I, I want to stay real. No different for me. I want to stay real close to him because I need his light. There's a lot of darkness around. I need as much light as I can get. Yeah. And the closer I am to him, the closer I am to light. Amen? Amen. And so... the light so go back to psalm 1 we're going to go back to psalm 1 a few times that's our key text this morning one of them Uh, and let's read uh, psalm 1 verse 1 and 2 i'm going to read it out of the new king james blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful we read that now verse 2 but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law he meditates day and night The righteous or the God filled individual meditates on the word of God. To meditate is not to just think about something, it's deeper than that. We always say meditate and it's thinking. No, it's deeper than that. To meditate is to examine or inspect it thoroughly, to study it, to consider it. To meditate is to also experience it or to practice it. That's what meditating involves. Or another word for evaluate is to put a value on something. Put a value on something. To value the word of God. So we the righteous are led by God's words on our path. It's his words that guide us and lead us. Romans 8.14 says, For all who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. We have an inner voice. That's where God communicates to us from. It's not in our brain, in our mind, but it's in our inner voice. It's, it's, he leads us. The number one way God leads us is through the inward witness. That still, quiet voice that says, yes, do that. No, don't do that. Oh, don't go there yet. Wait a little bit. Do this. That voice that we get so familiar with, that's how he leads us. And so we are led by the Holy Spirit. We also read in Isaiah 30, 21. We read this last week. It says, Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, This is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. He guides us that way. He can get real specific with us if we'll let him. Psalm 23, verse 3 and 4 says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. What a promise. We have the greatest advisor on the path with us because he is in us glory to God we don't ever have to wonder what our next step should be the one who leads us is the one who saved us and put us on the path of righteousness he's the one who leads us amen as opposed to the unrighteous or the ungodly person or people who are led by worldly or ungodly counsel or by their feelings and emotions, which we know can change on a whim how we feel. John 8, verse 43 and 44 says, Why do you misunderstand what I say? This is Jesus talking. Is it because you are unable to hear what I'm saying? You cannot bear to listen to my message. Your ears are shut. To my teaching. This is the difference between the godly and the ungodly, and the righteous and the unrighteous. You are of your father, the devil, and it is your will to practice the lust and gratify the desires which are the characteristic of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks of falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him. For he is a liar himself and the father of all lies and of all that is false. Amen. He is speaking though. Just as Jesus leads us on the path, the father of the ungodly also leads them on their path. And there's nothing truthful about what he says. There's nothing truthful about what he says there's a difference between the path of the righteous and the unrighteous amen jesus made that clear the second distinction we said the first one is who's leading us the second is what's on the path what's on the path we read in our main text and proverbs that there's light on the path of the righteous and darkness on the path of the unrighteous if we'll look at psalm 37 Verse 23 and 24, it says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. The Lord delights in every detail of your life. Isn't that awesome? So on the path of the righteous, we see there is protection. The source of the protection is the one who is leading us, the Lord. Amen? Amen? There's relationship and fellowship with the Lord on the path of the righteous. I love that picture of him holding our hand. My dad used to do that to us when we would go to Newport. And we would be jumping on all the rocks. You know the rocks. Yeah. And so, you know, they were better equipped than me and my sister were because they did it in their country. We were like, what? What is this? And, you know, gigantic steps and there's like holes in water and you could know, roll your ankle real quick. My dad, we'd start to, and he'd just grab our hand. He's so strong and would grab our hand and pull us to the next rock. And we're like, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> he was just so strong. And so I picture that with God, like he got me. He has me. I love the relationship and fellowship that we have with him. 1 John 1, 7 says, But if we keep living in the pure light that surrounds him, we share unbroken fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, continually cleanses us from all sin. Again, there's fellowship and there's forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus, on the path of the righteous. And notice it says, if we keep living, if. We keep living. That means there's opportunity to stop living in the light, right? So we've got to keep ourselves in the light. We've got to stay close to him, stay in step with him as we walk. Look at Psalm 27, verse 34. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. There's provision on the path of the righteous. Again, the source of that provision is the Lord. He is the difference maker. There are many who are providing for themselves because they aren't connected to the source. But when we're on the path that he puts us on, he's there and there's provision. Amen? See, the path the Lord leads us on is a path where his plan unfolds. His plan unfolds on that path. And we're all familiar with Jeremiah 29, 11. That tells us that his plan for us is, all of his plan for us is about good, not disaster, not for evil. To give us a future and a hope. There's hope on the path. Hallelujah. There's hope on the path of the righteous. Amen. This is not the case we see for those who are not on the path. Ephesians 2:12 you don't have to go there, but you know we've read that many times. Ephesians 2:12 tells us that people without God are people without hope. Thank God we all have a choice though. Everybody has an opportunity. Everyone has an opportunity. We can stay on, we could get on the path and we can stay on the path. We have the ability to do that, and we should, because there is no good life outside of the plan of God. I'll say it again. There's no good life outside of the plan of God, and his plan unfolds on his path. His plan unfolds on his path. So the third distinction, we said who leads us on the path, what's on the path, Where the path leads to. Where the path leads to. We read in Psalm chapter 1 about the ungodly who spend time on the wrong path. I mean, they're just spending too much time on the wrong path, this this man that they're talking about. Psalm 1 verse 4 shows us the outcome of that, where that path takes them. It says, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the wind drives away. The chaff has no value. It's not worth anything. It's swept away, sometimes thrown into a fire, or, or, or they'll just leave it and let the wind come and get it. There's no value to that. So we can say that this kind of life, it's a way of life that has no quality Stability, substance, value, or significance. That's the life that's on the other path. It doesn't have any substance to it. This is why we have a lot of young people who are living for themselves and not on that plan unfolding path. And they're depressed. They're depressed. They're wondering, why do I feel this way? I don't feel fulfilled. Because we're not entirely on that path that God has for us. And his plan's not yet unfolding for us. So we got to get on the path. It may start out okay for those who are walking on that other path. And that can be very deceiving. That's how the devil works. And we know where deception originates from. It's, It's the devil. See, if we treat the path and plan of God as dis- disposable or something that is optional, if we treat it that way, the devil will offer us everything else. If, if the plan of God is disposable or an optional, I don't have to. The devil will show us all kinds of things that look better, that look better. And chances are we'll fall for that deceit. Because we're off the path. Matthew 7 tells us that narrow is the way that leads to eternal life. And wide or broad is the way that leads to destruction. To me that says just do whatever you feel like. (laughs) Whatever you feel like doing today, let your emotions lead you. Like much of the world is doing today. Just start doing that. Do whatever feels good. Live your truth. Just do that. But we know where that ends up. We know where that path leads us. That's not how the righteous live. We live God's truth. We live his word. Glory to God. John 14, 6 tells us that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. Yes. Our options like who and what we follow are limited or narrowed on this path. (laughs) Think about it. Who we follow and what we follow are narrowed on this path that we're on. But our potential, our capacity, provision, blessings are not limited they are unlimited Amen. praise the lord praise the lord you know the verse of scripture proverbs 22 6 that says train up a child and the way they should go that verse of scripture means to limit their options not limit their capacity or their potential but limit their options like this is the path that you're gonna say who and what you follow are limited as believers They are, but not the blessings of God, not the potential that we have in him. None of that's limited. It's unlimited. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. So we come out from among them and we're separate. Amen. We come out and we're separate. John 14, 6, we said Jesus is the way. Glory to God. Let's finish up in Psalms chapter 1 and verse 3. Psalm 1-3 says, uh, let's see what it says about where the path of the righteous leads, what their outcome is. This is the person who delights and meditates in the word of God. It says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. What we do on the path is going to prosper, hallelujah. Glory to God. When we stay on the path that God puts us on, letting him lead us, it leads to stability, inward nourishment. This is all that's in this verse. Refreshment, fruitfulness, productivity, strength, durability, prosperity, and success. That's the kind of life I want to live. Amen. That's the kind of life I am living. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We are the righteous and in our pathway that the Lord leads us on through his word and his spirit, there is light, protection, provision, fellowship, relationship, forgiveness, and hope. His good plan unfolds while we walk on his path, and it leads to a life of stability, inward nourishment, fruitfulness, productivity, strength, durability, prosperity, success, and ultimately, eternal life. Glory to God. Let's stay on the path. Now, I didn't say it's an easy path. I didn't say there's no trouble on that path sometimes you think well there's all this good stuff. yeah yeah and that good stuff comes with some heartache sometimes but you were made for that you're equipped for that if you're on the path whatever you need to get through successfully is in you already has been given to you already you just got to dig down deep more and stay close to him now if you get off the path There's problems there too, but he's not with you on that path. His light's not shining the way. When you're close to him and, and you're real close to him, you can see what's coming, can't you? Because he's lighting the path. And so there's discernment on the path. There's wisdom on the path. There's provision on the path. What kind of provision? Well, if it's financial, theres we think of financial right away. But what if I need some, you know, strength to get through this next hurdle that's on the path? I am not a hurdler. <laughs> they used to put hurdlers out on the, the running path at school and I'd be like, no, I'm sitting this one out. Thank you. The hurdle comes up to here on me where it comes up to here on everybody else. I'm all set. Thank you. I was not made that way. My feet stay on the floor, on the ground. And so I'm not a hurdler. The minute they came out, I'm like, oh, oh this is what we're doing in gym today? I hated it. I'd be like, I don't feel so well. I think <coughs> I had tried everything to get out of gym. I was a good pretender. And I, I didn't. I didn't have to do hurdles. When they saw that, I would just go next, next. They'd be like, yeah, no, hurdling is not for you. I'm like, can't you put it down? Like. Compare heights here and put it down where everyone else is. So I don't like hurdles. And I don't like hurdles, spiritual hurdles either. I don't like hurdles, period. I don't like hard times. Do you? Who here loves and embraces hard times? You just, come on, give it to me. <laughs> you know, yeah, inflation, I love it. Glory to God. No. None of us do. We'd be like, you're a little cuckoo. No, we don't. But you know what? We all experience it. And God knows that. God knows when he left us here on this earth, he knew what this earth is about. He knows what's coming. But he'll prepare you for it. There's preparation on the path. There's preparation. He'll prepare you for it if you'll give him the time to do it. Amen? Glory to God. So here's our action step for this week. Identify one thing that may be hindering you or that has the potential to prevent you from staying on the path God has prepared for you. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you avoid it, if this is something that could prevent if you're thinking ahead, or overcome it, if it's something that keeps hindering you every day. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you identify that, and then let's overcome that. Amen? Amen? That's our action step for this week. Glory to God, I hope you got something out of that message. It was quick, but I thank God for his Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Next week, I'd like to uh, take some time, and we're just going to have a spirit-moving service, okay? We're just going to come, and we're just going to praise and worship the Lord, and we're going to take communion together, and then we're just going to let God move and do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to heal some folks, we'll let him. If he wants to minister to us in any way, we're just going to let him do it. Amen. So come ready. Prepare yourself this week. Prepare yourself this week. After you do your action step, sit with him and tell him, "Listen, I need to be prepared for Sunday. He may want to use you on Sunday. He may want to use Those you." Who don't feel really well, yeah. Yeah. Those who don't feel well. Yeah mr. Henry said if you don't feel well come don't stay home come we want to yeah we want to you'll be in an atmosphere anytime the presence of God manifests, man you could get your healing right then and there amen let's believe big glory to God stand with me thank you Jesus I'm excited about what God is doing amen and we heed his word now he gave us some warnings and gave us some inside information this morning and so maybe go back and listen to what he said. Don't get alarmed if when you hear some things happening in the next week, uh, next day, week, or month, he said. And so as you hear it, don't get alarmed. Just stay in step with him. Amen. Stay on his path. Amen. In his pathway, in our pathway, there's light. And it leads to life. Glory to God. Father, thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to to come together we're so thankful no one's stopping us from doing it we appreciate it we don't take it for granted i thank you for those who are in the house who are watching online as well we just honor you father god today in everything that we do and say and thank you holy spirit for showing us those areas that we can get tripped up on or those things